Thank you for joining us for this episode. The Inner Conversation is brought to you by the Living Word of Christ Ministries. Our mission is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. For more information, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can watch service live at 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. Or if you miss service, you can catch what you missed on our YouTube channel. We hope you enjoy. All right, go ahead and say what's up, Pastor. Hey, good evening and good morning, everyone. Hopefully <laughs> everyone's morning. out there, depending on what time zone you're in. Huh. All right, guys, so I know it's been a while, um, but we uh, definitely wanted to get back into this. Uh, I know for me personally, it's like uh, taking off a muzzle, you know. Um, but, you know, we're we're excited to be doing this and to be doing God's will. So today I have a couple of questions for your pastor and uh, basically just going to pick his brain and go over some scriptures. So today uh, we will be in Romans chapter 8, uh, verses 3 through 8, and I'm going to go ahead and read it real quick. It says, For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of his sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind is is enmity against god for it is not subject to the law of god nor indeed can be so then those who are in the flesh cannot please god and so um i mean that, that's kind of self-explanatory in a sense, you know, if you uh, if you really read it over and over again, like I had to, but um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of questions, and especially with uh, a lot of things that are going on right now. I mean, you see a lot of people, a lot of Christians, whether new believers, believers that are questioning what's going on right now, mm-hmm. and everybody talking about, you know, uh, it's all coming to pass right before us, and you know, this is something that's really important, you know, living in the spirit. And so, uh, Pastor, my first question is, why is this so important? Well, see, therefore, at first we had the law. And then Jesus came and gave us a way for salvation. See, the law was, it it was powerless to save. But it was only through Jesus Christ that we had an opportunity to have a relationship with God. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, before the law was there to help to give people guidance but it was according to the law of the old and the same when jesus had came to this world he gave opportunity for all men but to have clear direction a clear pathway to god i want to read a scripture it's in galatians chapter 2 and it's in verse 19 and it says that for i through the law died to the law that i might live to god Mm. See, it's about living into God now. The the law the law was there for for that that season, and so when when Jesus died, now it's now you're doing it unto God. So everything now that you do, you're living your life towards God and nothing but for God. And this is what happened when Jesus died on the cross. When you read Ephesians chapter two verse fifteen, it says that when Jesus had died. It says that having abolished in his flesh the enmity, that is the law of commandments, contained in ordinances, 
so as to create himself one new man from the two, thus making peace. So basically, Gentile and Jew, there's no differences. Mm-hmm. Now they're all considered equal. The law separated, brought separation between the Jews and the Gentiles. So when Jesus died on the cross, this made man one whole. There was no more separation. There was no more law that separated it. So therefore, when Jesus came, it set us free. Mm-hmm. So this is why it's very important to understand why Jesus came onto this earth and why this had to take place. Right. So then what, going along with that, what, why is it so important to know the difference between flesh and spirit? Well, it's important to know if you're living in debt in a spirit and flesh, um, because you want to know and you want to understand, are you living right? Mm-hmm. We all have a, some of us have a good conscience. Some of us have, uh, sometimes we like to uh, downplay things that we're doing. We, we think that they're okay, they're good, but in reality they're not. Mm. Um, the differences between the two is you, if, if you're really trying to, you know, build that relationship with God, you know, you're going to seek God. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to plant yourself in his word and his word brings life mm-hmm. and therefore it'll bring clarity to you and it'll show you, you know, what's right from wrong. So it's about, it's very important to know because, you know, us as Christians, we set the example for everyone around us. Mm-hmm. And if we say we're Christian, we claim that name, you know, that we have our, 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 families our aunts or uncles we have our kids right and they're saying this is what christianity is all about the way that we're living the way that they see us live Mm -hmm. so it's very important to know what's right from wrong because kids follow in our footsteps kids follow and people follow in footsteps of people that have a strong influence you know if you have that strong influence on a lot of people or even just a few you know and you always are praying for them. You know, you want to know what's right from wrong, and that us, according to our own, you know, conscience, are, are we are we being uh, convicted of the things that we're doing right or wrong? You know, because we're leading people, whether we like it or not. And to know the differences between the two is between a good decision and a bad decision. Right, and I mean it says it right here. You know. Uh, for those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. And those who live according to the spirit, set their minds on the things of the spirit. So you you get uh, an idea of and can distinguish, you know, the difference between the two. And so um, my next question, Pastor, is how do we get to a place where we know we're in the spirit? Well, now let's let's look at our first of all, let's look at our, our lives, you know, our, our, our lives in general. What are we doing? What's the first thing that we do when we wake up? Mm-hmm. Are, are we reaching for our phones? Are we looking for the, the media? Or right, right. What's going on in the world? You know, what are we concerning ourselves with? Mm. That's good. You know, it's what are we filling our minds with? You know, I know when I was a kid, the first thing I wanted to do was eat a bowl of cereal and watch <laughs> cartoons. Right? right, yeah. I want to catch my cartoons that came on early in the morning because yeah. I love that 
the the humor. I love laughing and I love the the characters. So I, as a kid, I acted maybe just like a superhero. I acted out whatever I watched, whatever right. I put in, you know, and it's what are we putting ourselves in? What are we allowing to influence us? Mm. Mm. That's good. I like that. And I know, I know for me personally, it's uh, seeing the fruit that I bear from um, the obedience. You know, that's what helps me to see, man, like I am, I'm in the spirit. I'm not in my flesh. I'm, um, it, I know for me, it, it's hard to explain, but yeah, I mean, man, ah, I'm trying to put the words to it. I guess, uh, knowing you're in the spirit, I mean, that's, there's fruit that comes with it. And that's partially how, you know, you know, you're living according to God's will and you're being led by the spirit and not just saying that you are, um, when, for for example, the stuff that you did that you know was wrong, mm-hmm. are you able to do it today without conviction that you know was sin? Mm. These things that we've done in the past that was worldly, you know, there should be a conviction in, in, in your life in your life today. There should be some type of pull or a tug towards your heart, saying, "Hey, this is wrong. This is no longer right." And it should there should be a tug saying, "You know what, like." step away from that decision don't go there don't do that you know there's that conviction of the holy spirit so when you have the holy spirit in your life there's that conviction there's that 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 tug that pull and and it and it and it bothers you at times because what you want to do you think it's all right right but the holy spirit saying like no it's it's not all right this is going to lead you to a different place to somewhere else where you shouldn't be where you don't belong Mm. and this is where we have to you know begin to examine okay is it us that's desiring this or is it the flesh right and seeing the spiritual we're gonna go see god we're gonna see god and say you know what lord is this right is this okay for me is this something where you want me to go Mm. and if we don't live according to the spirit then we're gonna fight it we're gonna be like you know what this is just i'm just having a bad conscience or i'm just having a uh, like second guess third guess but i'm just gonna go through with it no matter what right yeah you know, when you live in the spirit, you're putting God first no matter what. You're seeking his advice, his direction. And no matter what the answer is going to be, you're going to really just hold on to that and say, you know what, Lord, I believe in you. And just let him lead your way. Right. Yeah. What well, he said, I, <laughs> I'm i not the best at explaining these type of things. So that's why pastor is a pastor and I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's a that's a really good example, man. Um, to definitely to definitely pinpoint on knowing you know how we're in the spirit and so my next question which kind of ties into the last question is how do we combat or combat the things of the flesh so I know we talked about why it's important how we know we're in the spirit and so now um, you know while we're living in the spirit how do we combat the things of the flesh or how do we, you know, keep ourselves in the spirit? I like, like you said, you know, uh, seeking God, his advice and things of that nature. But, you know, how do we combat these things? Because, you know, if you're doing these things, uh, obviously there's going to be, um, the spiritual attacks. There's going to be, um, well, just you, you get what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to ask. So, uh, how do we combat these things? Well, 
The Bible says that we don't battle against the flesh, but against powers and principalities. Mm -hmm. Meaning we have to have a strong prayer life. We have to seek God in everything that we do. Um, the one thing is, is, you know, in, in our old lives, in, in our every situation that we had, we always came up with our own fixes, you know, our own ideas. And, you know, we have to know that our, our fights are not no more carnal. It's not carnal anymore. It's more mm -hmm. spiritual. It's nothing but spiritual. And once you are able to understand that and grasp it, when things are happening in our lives today, we're not trying to fix it ourselves. We're not trying to seek, okay, we have a debt that cannot be paid. So mm -hmm. how am I going to pay this debt? You know, because I could tell you from experiences that, you know, when, when we're putting God first above it all, you know, he does powerful moves, you know, so we have to learn to, to pray. Pray is such a powerful, um, it's a powerful tool that we have. And it says right here in verse three of second Corinthians chapter 10, it says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Now we're talking about strongholds. This, this, mean, this means everything that is trying to hold us down, everything that is trying to hinder us, everything, our worries, our doubts, our fears, our trust issues, our, anything that is out of our control. You know, these are our strongholds, our fears, our doubts. These are strongholds that the, that God is able to bring down that mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So bringing everything into captivity, every thought, every thought, every opinion, everything that we have, what I feel, what I think, what I know, it's, and it's just saying, here, Lord, I trust you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give this to you. I'm praying, and I'm going to give this and hand it to you. Why? Because I'm going to give everything that's, that's bringing my mind into bondage, that's, that's bringing this worry, this heaviness to me, and I'm just going to lay it at your feet because this is keeping me awake at night. This is causing stress. This is causing anxiety. This is causing depression. Mm -hmm. And in your word, it says that we fight not against the flesh, but a against powers and principalities in your word it says come to me who are all you are heavy laden and i will give you rest to carry his yoke meaning to follow his direction see the whole the whole bible talks about coming to christ jesus just as you are not when you're perfect mm -hmm. not when not when you're ready and okay they're gonna accept me Jesus says, come as you are, because you know what? He's going to accept you as you are. Mm. And sometimes we just want to wait till the perfect timing. And the perfect timing is when God's tugging on your heart, because at that point in time, he's ready to do something powerful in your life. Right, right. Amen. So what does a life in the spirit mean to God? Life in spirit to God. See, that's a, that's a very... Good question. I, I love those type of questions because it challenges, you know, anyone and everyone. 
the life and spirit, what it means to God, and it means everything. I mean, let's look at just a, a quick answer for that one. Then we'll go into scripture because scripture really brings that, that closure to it. Mm-hmm. It means everything. Look at what the whole Bible says about faith. Look at what it says about faith. Right. How can you have faith if you don't have the spirit of God in you? How can you have faith if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Mm. How can you have faith if you don't exercise it? I mean, I say it again because if you see throughout the scriptures, everything says on faith. It might not say faith here, faith there, but look at the Israelites when they were led away from Egypt. They had to have great faith mm. when they were freed. And just like I discussed on uh, last Sunday service, the, the, the man with leprosy, the blind man, the, the woman with the blood issue, you know, all these healings took faith, took from the smallest to great faith of how am I going to get there to if I could just touch the hem of his garment. See, God is spirit. And the only way to God is through Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ coming into this world he was, of course, spiritual. Anything that Jesus went through, he sought the Father. Any challenging time, any time that he suffered a great loss, you know, any time that he was going through some type of hard time, it says that he goes away. He didn't go away just to go and, and cry in a corner. He didn't go away and just to, like, stay silent somewhere. Mm-hmm. He always sought the Father no matter what. Right. And we're called as Christians today to, to follow those same exact footsteps as close as we can. And even though it gets tough at times, you know, we can't always walk the way Jesus did. That's our greatest example. All right. there's, there's no one greater than him. Mm. And in John 14, and starting at verse 6, it says, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me so life and spirit what it means to god starts with first having a personal relationship with jesus christ right man amen um i think the only thing that comes to heart after that which is a good answer especially uh what it means to him you know in the spirit i mean in the spirit you'll learn that you know, the the cost of discipleship and, you know, picking up the cross, picking up your cross and following him. And um, I mean, man, you know, like you were talking about faith. And I think about how when Jesus says, not literal, but, you know, if you, if, uh, how does it, I can't remember the exact verse, but where I think it's in Matthew where he talks about um, if you don't, uh, hate your father, mother, um, m- more than you love me, then you cannot be my disciple. And, you know, not literal, as in like you need to go and hate your parents and hate your family and this and that, but that mm-hmm. God is supposed to come first, you know. And it's interesting because, I mean, especially right now, so much scripture and so many things get mixed up and they get put into human understanding and. Yes. You know, that that's another big thing, you know, being in the spirit, you have to know that, hey, you know, seeking the spirit on what scripture actually means and not just taking somebody's opinion for it. And especially in the time that we live in right now, that that's really important, you know, knowing, um, like Pastor said, you know, we don't, uh, we don't battle the flesh, you know, it's, um, 
powers what was was that again powers and principalities powers and principalities i'm like all tongue twisted today um but yeah man i mean that's and uh good answers pastor yeah and you know when, when it talks about when jesus was talking about you know like you said hating your father and mother you know it and what he meant by this jesus was uh was always straight out you know, he came, he came and he, he, he spoke nothing but the truth. And he was speaking on the importance of, look, put me first above all things. Put me first above everything, your, your family, your kids, your spouse. Well, how can Jesus say this? Look, Jesus made the way. You know, he's, the, the more close that we get in a relationship with Christ, the more we're going to be able to show our love. Mm. for a family sure mm. love and affection for our kids they're gonna they're gonna see jesus and and you and i and in that they're gonna see the changes that are taking place the growth they're gonna see so much differences that are happening and jesus uses uses us as christians as as believers to be his ambassadors to be those that are giving their testimonies to everyone across the world mm. And with this, we have to be disciplined. And you know what, God, no matter what, you come first. If I get sick, you come first. If my child, if my, my spouse, if my dog, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter our, our <laughs> possessions if, if they're going to get taken away. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, God. You come first because you're going to find a resolution for this. Right. You're going to fix my marriage. You're going to fix my kids. You're going to fix my, my finances. You're going to fix something that i desperately need right now and it's just talking about hey go to go to him first and don't try to seek anything else right nothing else is gonna give that fix right and that's part of the things of the spirit um so a good question to ask um what is so you see we have so today we're talking about things of the flesh and things of the spirit so what are the things of the flesh and what are the things of the spirit well the flesh is what your mind is what do you what's your first thought what's your first opinion what is it going to cause you to do is going to cause you to sin well what's sin well everyone hears that famous phrase of what would jesus do (laughs) you know can you see jesus doing the things that you're desiring to do that your flesh wants no Mm -hmm. you can't but what's spiritual Spiritual is, well, how did Jesus live his life? You know, the Holy Spirit is Jesus. This is what Jesus had given us. So it's not going to differentiate from the way that Jesus lived. Right, our example. Exactly. And so once we allow that example to influence us, now we're making more better decisions than Mm -hmm. what we were. Our flesh decisions are kind of like a quick fix, a quick gimmick, a quick something that we know that we're taking a chance on, Mm -hmm. that we know that we shouldn't do, and that's going to cause to sin. That's going to cause us maybe to compromise our relationship with God. You know, would God be happy if I was to do this? Would he be uh, disappointed if, or, or would he be sad if I was to make these type of choices over here? Right. You know, this is where... A, re- a relationship comes in because we can always compromise what's good and bad right that that's our own understanding exactly and we could compromise it mm-hmm. there's a lot of compromise 
out there today and it's not just in christianity it's just in general the in world general, yeah. yeah so we have to be careful that we're not being influenced mm-hmm. by everything around us you know what are we being influenced by today mm. that's what we have to recognize right as soon as we recognize that then you know then we're better off and okay lord you're influencing me thank god you know amen i i I can make some good decisions today. Yeah. Yeah. Amen, man. Wow. I had another question that was at the top of my head, but I can't remember it. I'm like all over the place right now. Um just trying to process this while I'm while I'm trying to talk. <laughs> um but yeah, man, I mean that's man, that's some really good answers and you know, uh I think Pastor really brought that up pretty clearly with each question and especially uh, involving other scriptures that kind of make it more clear on, you know, what it means uh, to live in the spirit, you know, the flesh and, you know, what pleases God, you know, the things of the spirit, which are the things of God, you know, and if you really want to understand this more, you know, pick up your Bible, pick up your Bible. Like pastor said, your prayer life is your biggest weapon, you know, pray, seek God, ask the spirit to lead you in understanding and, you know, seek confirmation, speak to your pastor, speak to somebody uh as like a pastor who's is accountable to god so the information they give you you know they're accountable for that and they understand that and they know that you know how they lead you you know they're an example too you know if they're walking in the spirit and doing the things of god you know that's another example you have to follow but like pastor said you know our greatest example was jesus and if it's not what jesus did you know we probably shouldn't be doing it and if we even have to question if it's wrong, it probably is. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I think that's one of my biggest lessons, you know. Um, if I have to question it, it's probably already wrong. That's probably my confirmation that, you know what, if I even have to question it, it's probably wrong. Or, you know, if I wouldn't do it around other people, but I'm willing to do it by myself, you know, it's probably wrong. Um, I mean, there's... A lot of things that you can question and ask, but, you know, if you're somebody who is looking for a deeper understanding, you know, please reach out to your pastor. If you want better understanding of scripture and things of this nature and of Jesus, you know, pray, read your Bible, you know. um, I mean, even in scripture, it talks about, you know, uh, allowing your leaders to lead you. And, uh, you know, we just want to encourage you just seek god man and whatever is going on in your life especially during these times you know just put your faith in god and so that's uh that's going to be the end of this episode um this is actually titled coming to god too we had recently talked about you know coming to god what that man what that is and i think that's this is a really good episode and explaining you know the difference between flesh and spirit and why it's important and you know we just want to thank you guys for listening for your support um Again, uh, our church is located in Bakersfield, California. So if you have any questions, concerns, would you know, like to reach out, like to, to come and visit, you know, we have a website, we have a Facebook, Instagram. Uh, and if you guys want to catch the actual service, you can watch it on Facebook Live, Instagram Live. You can uh, check us out on YouTube to follow anything you missed back to at least four or five years ago. And uh, so, yeah, that'll be the end of this episode. So. Pastor, anything you uh, want to end with? Mm, no, just 
just stay encouraged. You know, don't just study your word, know your word, and it's there's nothing impossible for God. We all start somewhere, and now's the time just to start. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. God bless you. Amen. All right, guys. So that'll be it for this episode. We honestly just want to thank everybody for your support. If you or someone you know is looking for a church, our doors are still open. And you can watch on Facebook Live, Instagram Live, weekly on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. You can watch any service, including the Women's Conference, on our YouTube channel, The Living Word of Christ Ministries. For directions, we are located at 1107 Alta Vista Drive, Biggersfoot, California, 93305. We'll see you on the next episode, and God bless you.